So I have uh, Mitch Baird with uh, me in the studio. Hey, Mitch. It's great to be back. How are you? Good to see you again. Good. Um, We were talking shop and uh, Mitch, obviously, I don't know if you know, uh, but you guys know, but Mitch loves to paint outdoors from life. And that's that's another big discussion, too. But um, we were talking and, you know, we all love that beautiful light, uh, the late afternoon or even early morning. Um, so my question to you, Mitch, how, how do you deal with that fleeting light? Cause it is fleeting. It's, very, it's very sort of magical, but at the same time, it goes really fast. What, yeah. what do you do? What size do you paint? How do you, uh, is it just faster or, or do you anticipate ahead or what, what is your plan? Yeah. Kind of yeah. all, kind of all of the above. Yeah. It's funny cause the morning light, I don't like, uh, I mean, I like painting in the morning light, but there's a disadvantage to it because it doesn't get better as you go on, right? The sun rises and that that first initial color dissipates as the painting goes on. It's reverse at night. So I like, I actually like chasing the light at at the end. The problem is it it actually, I feel obviously sets faster. So you've got a little less time to figure it out for your, before it gets so dark, you can't see. Um, There are several things when dealing with late light and that is one, you've got to work small. Um, and we say it's a golden hour. It's more like golden fifteen minutes. So, so it's <laughs> well, not. It's maybe not, for photographers, yeah, exactly. it's a golden hour. It's but. not as grand as they say it is in that hour. It's that last, you know, fifteen twenty minutes. So, you know, when I when I go into a painting, I always carry a small, like five by seven. I mean, even at the Grand Canyon, I'll carry around four by fives. So even. small, little, I mean, tiny, yeah. because I'm I've only got fifteen minutes. I mean, that that's half my time of mixing is five or ten minutes. So. Really, I'm just making color spots, you know, and value decisions. I sometimes even let the drawing go. That's another thing. When you're painting outside, you know, what is it about? Is it about to get a finished painting or is it about, about getting information? You know, early on, I approached painting outdoors as getting a finished painting. And that went by the wayside a long time ago. I'm out there just as an author makes outlines for his book or notes, takes notes. That's what I'm doing. I'm not trying to get something I can sell. I'm out there to learn something or to gain or grab something that I can use as a, as a catalyst to a larger painting. So when I work these really small paintings, I have to be aware, always aware of where, where the sun is, uh, where it is, what its temperature is, where it's falling, and then I watch the shadows and I say, okay, where are these gonna fall in the next 20 minutes? Uh, you know, I kinda know where the sun's gonna go, what's gonna happen. So then in my initial painting, what happens is, I technically have to go, if it's really late, like if I've only, only got a half hour till the sun's gone, then I, I, I attack the light first. Because once the shadow runs over that light, it's in shadow. And the things that are already in shadow are still going to be in shadow. So why, why paint in the shadows when they're always going to be there? Throughout the painting process, yeah. right? So you you attack the temperature, the light. Yep, I find I find the, I find obviously I find a ground. I find the warm and coolness between yep. the light and shadow. But I don't work in the shadows at all. I'm after that. And you light. might make a little mark, but yeah, I'm yeah. making an indication. Obviously, yeah. I have to you know yeah. lay in a block in to give me some yeah. some some um, temperature yeah. scale. But but once it's in, then then I I chase that light uh, before it's gone, and then once it's gone, I can spend a little time in those shadows, yeah. reworking and building the forms and whatnot, because the light's gone. It's going to be that way anyway yeah. until it gets dark. Yeah. And I and I've actually painted once in the Grand, in Teton National Park where I was painting, and I had a good one going, and it got it got dark where I hadn't even noticed it until my buddy, as a joke, turned his truck lights on, 
<laughs> onto the painting and I realized, oh man, I'm still trying to see out here in the dark in these shadows, you know. <laughs> so sometimes we get so wrapped into sure, our, in our element, we're not where, where the light's gone. Yeah. But, uh, but okay. yeah, so, you know, I, I you have to think in terms of speed. So mentally you're setting yourself oh, yeah. up in a way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And like, I'm, hey, I'm not going to get into this. Like, no, and there's times I look at it and go, you know, I can't, I, can't get, I can't get that in the time. Yeah. I, I just can't. I have to come back another day yeah. or, or, or work at the painting a little longer. If I've got 20 yeah. minutes, the light's that good. And, and I just know I can't set up and get to it, then I have to let it go. But, but the times I do, I, I go in with a plan and, and I'm, aware of, I'm aware of what's going to happen. Let's put it that way. I'm aware of what's going to happen. And that also happens in the middle of the day. When you're in a, when you're in a, ca a canyon, yeah. kind of a deep slot canyon here in the desert, and light's coming into that canyon, man, in, in a half an hour, it can be gone. So even in the middle of the day, in a, in a mm -hmm. situation in a deep canyon, you've got to know where the sun's going to move yeah. and work accordingly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so always be aware of your, your the so moving sun. Moving sun, yeah. I mean, this is the funny thing is the, these days they have, like, apps out there that kind of tells you the angle. Of, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, if I you mean, want to get that deep. If yeah. you want to get that deep, but as, as a painter, you're kind of almost reacting to the, yeah. well, reacting, but in the same time, you kind of, uh, have an idea. You should have an idea. Yeah, have an you idea. should have some planning, not like, oh, there's this oh, it's sunset. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. yeah. More. Well, it's ironic you said reactive because yeah. that's what I call it, reactive painting. So yeah. when I'm doing these late studies, even some of my yeah. midday paintings, there's, there's a response or reactive type of painting where uh, sometimes I even let this design go and I'm just trying to get I don't care about the drawing. Mm -hmm. I sometimes even let the design go. Because you can work that uh, in the yeah, studio. Yeah, so I'm the after the value and the color. Those two things my camera cannot give me. Yeah. And so those two things, I'm, when I'm reactively painting, I'm just responding. I'm so responsive. I look up, I see something, I put it down, I look up, and I'm, I'm constantly just responding to what my what I'm visually seeing and not actually thinking in a way. I'm almost just in a response mode. Yeah. And that's usually that last, like I said, half hour. If you're in a speed deal, it's more responsive and reactive painting. Yeah. Plus, plus the light gets warmer as it goes on. And to try to yes. I mean, prepare that. Like a minute? Yeah, and changes, yeah, like, yeah. So you got to yeah. kind of, you know, there's times you can try to warm it a little bit as you go in, yeah. but you got to know what you're doing because, you know, you might get in there and it, it may not go as warm as you thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I just react to what I'm seeing. And then it's, if, it, if it gets warmer, I can go in and adjust certain areas, you know, throughout the period. Yeah, so. yeah. So there's, yeah, I mean... So that so small is the big old small is the small thing. And, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go out and work on a 16 by 20 yeah. for 20 minutes unless I'm going to go in yeah. four days in a row, hoping the sun's yeah. going to set four days in a row. And I use that here in the desert. It's like you, I mean, you can look have at, that, but yeah, you but, look at you look at Sergeant. You yeah. know, that the, the carnations of the lily. I mean, he spent yeah. what was it a couple of years yeah. on that with the girls. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just yeah. only had 10 or 15 minutes to respond, that and then wait till the next time. It's yeah, it, yeah it's it's uh. So that's if you want to get the truth, you got to be aware aware of how you're going to how you're going to cope and yeah. comprehend that truth in the time you yeah. have. Yeah. So size and then a mental setup. I'm not going to be doing this finish piece. So yeah. if you set yourself up mentally and then physically with a small, uh, smaller, small canvas, I think that's yeah. And, and you get failures yeah. sometimes. You you get home you're like man, I was seeing way too much red in that. And, yeah. But you know what? Over time. You're sharpening that skill. This, this yeah. we're building a repertoire of skill, yeah. which comes with miles and miles of canvas. So, to me, it's just another mark to say, "Hey, I'm, I'm building my, my knowledge base uh, out there." So, yeah. and, you, yeah. and no better place to do it from life. Yeah, great answer. Thanks, Mitch. Yep. Yeah, yeah. appreciate you uh, giving your knowledge to us. All right. Thanks.